Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 478. All things are possible. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Daryl Darnell. I have over 40 TV and movie-themed knickknacks in my studio, nine of which are from Fringe, and seven of which are from Doctor Who. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share lessons I've learned after having gone through the most explosive growth in my entrepreneurial career. Well, happy Monday to you. Welcome to another episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. So glad that you have decided to tune in to today's episode. Hope that you had a great weekend. And as I always say, I hope you are ready for a fantastic week ahead. Let me start today's episode by asking, what is it that you want to do, but it's impossible? Well, think about that as we get into today's fun fact. Are you enjoying the Rio Olympics? I love them. I love the Olympics, and I love getting to watch competitors from all over the world compete in events that we only get to see every four years. It's something that I look forward to each time that it comes around. So in case you're not in the Olympic spirit quite yet, I want to help maybe get you into the Olympic spirit with some fun facts today about the Rio Olympic Games. Well, I don't know how this is going to get you into the spirit, this first one, but it's pretty cool or mind-boggling. I don't know what your spin on it will be, but the 2016 Olympics will cost roughly $11.5 billion. Wow. More than 3.6 billion people are expected to watch the Olympics worldwide. I don't know about you, but I love having it on like 15 different TV stations. Maybe not quite that many. I'm exaggerating. But what I like better is how you can go to the website, uh, NBCSports.com, and you can watch anything that's happening live. I love it. It's so cool. I'm watching like archery and fencing and all these things that you never get to see. Anyway, I digress. Uh, Number three. The 2016 Olympic Games will include 306 events. Now, I think that includes like, you know, sometimes they have a semifinal and then they have the final or like there's a tournament for soccer and some things like that. So I think each one of those competitions is an event. So it's not 306 different sports or whatever. Okay, so while it's summer here in the Northern Hemisphere, you know, it's winter in the Southern Hemisphere. And the Rio Games marks the first time the Summer Games have been hosted in a country during the winter season, which is really cool. But you may be going, oh, what about Australia, Sydney, a few years ago? That's true, but it was a little bit later and technically out of the winter season when Sydney hosted it. And lastly, after a 112-year absence, golf will return as an Olympic sport at Rio. Yeah, pretty cool, isn't it? Well, hopefully that helps get you into the Olympic spirit and checking out some of the great things happening during the Olympics. You know what else is a great thing? Yep, you guessed it, didn't you? The Friday Forum. Yeah, I would love to have you as a contributor 
For this week's Friday Forum, the mailbag is empty and the time is perfect for you to send in your contribution. We're just talking about stories from your life and the lessons that you learn from those. They can be fun, they can be serious, they can be happy, they can be sad. It, it Honestly, it doesn't matter, just as long as it's something that will benefit others. You can participate in the Friday Forum by calling 304-837-2278 and leaving a message on our voicemail system. Or you can head over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback, and there you'll have a whole variety of ways from typing out a contribution, uploading an audio file, using the SpeakPipe widget. So don't delay. Why don't you send in your Friday Forum contribution today? Here's what I learned yesterday. Well, I did it. At 12.03 a.m. yesterday morning, I wrapped up the final edit of a slew of new clients that have either moved their podcast production over to Pro Podcast Solutions or have used Pro Podcast Solutions to help them launch their podcast. Well, that total number in that slew is seven, to be exact. Now, I'm not sure what you think of that number, but for me, as I sit here today, that's a big number. To put it in perspective, a year ago, I was nearly driven to insanity trying to simultaneously do two of those at a time. Now, I look at these two tasks of onboarding a new client or launching a new client as nearly identical. In each scenario, we need to onboard a new client into our system. We need to create a template, figure out which effects and tools are needed to give them the best sound, and work their podcast into our workflow. New clients and podcast launches take more time to do and are much more unpredictable as it's all a new experience each time. What's more, with a podcast launch, there may be up to five episodes that need to be edited within a very small window so that the podcast can launch with multiple episodes. Now, another factor to consider is that some clients also want us to transcribe their episode or write up show notes for their episode. And these Tasks not only add time to the process of preparing their episode, they also mean that the project will need to be handed off to an additional team member or two before it's completed. And this also creates another level of communication and coordination that need to be seamless in order for us to be efficient. Now, it seems totally unreal to say this, but Pro Podcast Solutions has grown nearly five times the size that it was a year ago at this time. After I sent the email notification at 12.03 a.m. letting my client know that their episode was ready, I put my computer to sleep, got up from my chair, turned off the light in my studio, and went to my bedroom to tell my wife the good news. A deep feeling of relief and gratitude swept over me. As you probably know, I've had several seasons of extreme growth and workload as my company has grown over the last three-plus years. But I don't know that any of them stressed me out or stretched me as much as this one did. Last week was especially challenging as I worked nearly 15 hours a day, six days straight. Of course, a normal day for me is still 10 to 12 hours, but bumping that up to 15 hours a day was taxing. It felt good to have it behind me, and it felt even better to have each client taken care of. Yesterday when I arrived at church, I found the pastor making coffee as he does every Sunday. He asked me about my week and 
I shared many of these same thoughts with him. He spoke words of encouragement to me as he knows what it's like to be an entrepreneur. Before becoming a pastor, he owned his own fencing company for several years, so he understands the pressures, the highs, and the lows of owning your own business. He reminded me of some of the challenges that I've faced and overcome along the way, and he told me how proud he was of the work that I've done. He also reminded me of a story that I had totally forgotten. About seven years ago, we took a trip to East Texas with some other men from our church. We spent some time at Lake Palestine, and one day as we were out in the boat enjoying the sunshine, I had my head in a book doing research on podcasting. I was learning how to improve my craft and driven to stand out among the crowd of podcasters. Little did I know then that my drive for improving my podcast would lead me to this path of helping other podcasters and to be able to do it full time. He also reminded me that I once lost a client that represented between 60 and 70% of my income. But instead of being broken by that moment, I was able to overcome it. Now, you probably remember that story, but if not, you can check out episode number 281 to hear about it. Of course, I hadn't forgotten about that, but it was great to be reminded of it and to receive encouragement. Here's what I've learned. So how did I get from a spot where adding two clients at the same time was all that I could handle to getting to a point where that number was seven? Well, a lot of things happened. First, I had a plan. That plan was simple. Grow my company to the best of my ability by taking the best step forward that I can each day. That's it. That means that I didn't start out with a detailed plan of how I would onboard new audio editors. It didn't even include a detailed plan for how I would onboard new clients. It meant that I would work each day and do my best to grow the business. I would do that by doing the best work I can, improve my skills each day, and serve my clients. Eventually, that meant that I would need to add another editor. And when that time came, I figured out how I would do that. And then I needed to add another audio editor. And when that day came, I figured it out. Eventually, we added more editors and a project manager and a podcast launch specialist and a show notes writer and a transcriptionist. And those roles were nowhere on my radar when I started my company. But as I served my clients, they told me that they needed those services. And so then I went out and found people to help fill those roles. And then as the business grew, we reached a point where we needed better communication and project management tools. So when the day came, when I determined that the best step forward would be to add those things, I did. Had I done that research before I ever started, I wouldn't have fully understood what my needs were. I might have spent all that time researching and learning something that didn't even help me when the time came to actually need it. But don't get me wrong, though. I don't just wait until we need something before I take action to fix that need. I do my best to understand where the company will be in 30 to 60 days and plan accordingly. Before I ever headed out the door to podcast movement, I made structural changes that increased our efficiencies in communication and workflow so that we could add seven new clients and not crumble. I mean, sure, it was still stressful for me, but we did it. We did it. My team and I did it. And without the changes that we made prior to podcast movement, 
I don't know how we would have been able to handle the new workload at all. So let me end by tying this back into the Rio Olympics. Shortly before I began composing this episode, I watched U.S. women's swimmer Katie Ledecky win the women's 400-meter freestyle. And for me, it was inspiring to say the least. Going into the race, Katie already held the world record in the event with a time of 3 minutes, 58.37 seconds. And when the signal sounded to start the race, Katie got off to an instant lead and never looked back. She finished the race in 3 minutes, 56.46 seconds, beating her previous record by nearly 2 seconds. She beat the second place swimmer by nearly 5 full seconds. So how did Katie become the world record holder in the first place? Well, first, she had to get into the pool. Next, she had to work on her craft. After that, she had to do her best trying each day to better her skills. She was undoubtedly pushed to her breaking point, only to realize that she could still do more. Eventually, after hundreds and hundreds of hours in the pool, she beat the world record. But she wasn't content with staying there. She kept sharpening her skills, taking the best steps she could each day to make her a better swimmer. And that perseverance paid off, and she blew past a score that once stood as the limit of her capability. The boundary of what she was once capable of now sits in the shadow of her abilities today. So I ask you again, what is it that you want to do, but it's impossible? What if it's not impossible? What are you doing today to achieve your dreams and goals? What is the best thing that you can do right now to get you closer to that goal? Don't give up. Don't settle for where you are today. The road to success will be tough. It will try to break you. But you can persevere. You can use those tough times to make you stronger and more equipped for the future. Because all things are possible. I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcast and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be grateful if you'd share Stuff I Learned Yesterday with a friend.